0: Let's go again to what I started some weeks ago. I'm getting more lightened concerning prayer and how we ought to live as believers in faith. And and, uh, there are measures and measures of prayer. And I really encourage you again to go to my teaching that I taught concerning praying from his presence. That's very important. Because I'm telling you, every religion prays. But the whole difference is this. First you have to know as a believer in Christ uh, why you pray. And then you have to to experience the leading of the Holy Spirit in prayer so that, listen this, you can pray the prayers of heaven. I, I remember the first time <clears throat> I get I stayed in the presence of God and studying the Word and prayer. And he had already convinced that I was going to get married to Tina. And then I asked the Lord, I remember that day it was full because of spending hours and hours in his presence. And then I asked the Lord, Lord, have what believers talk about, uh, you know, you have to have a confirmation concerning something that you have, you have heard. And the confirmation I was looking for is an example to meet with a friend and tell me, you know, the Lord revealed to me that you're going to get married to so-and-so. So So that's the confirmation I was looking for. Uh, I thought I was asking the Lord because I'd heard it being said that way among believers. He told me, you don't need any of that. I say, why? He took me to a scripture. And I may share with you some scriptures regarding that. Uh, Tonight, I'll just follow. I'll just... I just believe God to, to, to be led in Speaking some things that will stir you up Because I told you the, the purpose of the teaching Was to, to That you may want more of what, you've, of what God has in store for you What is available for you And that you may not settle for less You'll be stirred up right inside of you And all what you want is I want you Lord And, and then uh, he told me that and then he said this to me. It's the way he put it. You, you have come into my presence, and you have mingled with my presence, so what you are speaking is not your purposes. You are speaking my purposes, because you've come into the place in my presence. I said, Lord, I need to see that. Now, let me show you these scriptures here in John chapter 8. <clears throat> you know, you may come to a place like, like now, Uh, Have have you noticed uh, You know uh, An example I'm saying I'm I'm giving example A minister of the gospel Then I hear come next Sunday uh, I'm giving example Azimio people come And you pray for them Lord we want to ask you for the president From Azimio. Da 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 And then the next other Sunday Kenya Kwanzaa people come And oh father Oh father We want a president here. I mean, that's, that's darkness. You understand? That darkness, that's praying from the natural standpoint and actually from the fallen, carnal nature. Instead of getting into the spirit and seeing the purposes of God. So you may say like, Pastor Davis, do you know who's the next president? I don't know. And can I tell you something? I don't care. Why would you say that? Because that's not my system. Do you vote? I vote passionately and I ask the Lord. But I don't know and I don't care. Because that is not going to determine my life. I made up my determination a long time ago. The word and the spirit was going to determine my life. Amen. What would I tell you? Vote. But you better ask the Lord again. Of what to do. You, you understand what I'm saying? I Really, I don't know and I don't care. Either way, I'm going to live by faith and that's it. And that should be yours and my testimony. Okay, you went quiet when I talked Kenya Kwanzaa and then Azimio, and then I, when I said I don't care now, you wondered. Hey, you woke up this morning, fuel went up by how many shillings? Was it nine shillings? Are you breathing? Yeah? I said, the world has changed constantly. That's why believers, we have to know our position, our place in Christ, so that we may flow with the Spirit of God. And never be distracted by what is happening around. I'm telling you, it's going to be even more. You may find in some few weeks' time, before even the election, they have raised up maybe prices again. Or oh, this, 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 there is, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, the war, and on and on and on and on. Anyway, they always have something to blame. But we know behind all who's behind that. And thank God he's defeated. So look at this. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, let me let me see if I can. All right, it say this. I say chapter eight, yeah. Of John. Let me see if I can come quickly into this. I didn't intend it to. To read this. Oh, praise God. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Thank you, Lord. Help me here, Lord. Okay, look at it. Already kissed a kikishara dabaco. Grace, you de the mangrove, you de Praise God forever. Come on now. Yes, yeah, scripture over here. Yeah, let's go to verse From Daniel Oh yeah, okay uh, Let's start from verse 14 there I just read a few scriptures there but in verse 14 he says uh, let's start from verse 13 he says, the Pharisees therefore said to him you bear witness of yourself your witness is not true You see that? You bear witness of yourself, your witness is not true. And then he says, even if I bear witness of myself, my witness is true. For I know where I came from and where I'm going, but you do not know where I come from and where I'm going. You judge according to the flesh, I judge no one. And yet if I do judge, my judgment is true. For I'm not alone. Whoa. I'm going to tell you something because he says something after that. I'm not alone, but I am with the Father who sent me. Are you seeing that? I'm not alone. He says, he says it, they, they were speaking, remember they were Pharisees and they were speaking from the law. They are saying this, you bear witness of yourself. In other words, remember, a witness by one person, you cannot be just one yourself saying it and be considered as if, and let me give you an example. If Miss Ruth said, Professor Judy did they've gone before, you know, like the leaders. Professor Judy did such and such and such, it was a violation. You'll be asked, where is the witness? And say, Oh, I have Mama Ruth over here. Alright? That's not enough. By two or three witnesses shall shall a matter be established. I say, Oh, I have Damaris. So they say, okay, that's established. You remember that's the way uh, Ahab. I mean, uh, Jezebel killed uh, killed. Uh, N- not who's that? The vi- the vineyard guy. Huh? Naboth. Naboth. Yeah, that's the way he killed Naboth because he took some scoundrels, just crazy people. And they say, yeah, we saw him, we saw him do this, and they killed him. That was such a violation. So, by two or three witnesses shall a matter be established. So, what is the Pharisee saying? You are bearing witness of yourself. In other words, you are alone. In in essence, you are violating Moses, the law of Moses. He says, no, even if you judge according to the flesh, because my witness is true. For I know where I came from and where I'm going. What is he saying? He he, he continues further to say this, but you do not know where I come from and where I'm going. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. And yet, if I do judge, my judgment is true, for I'm not alone, but I'm with the Father who sent me. Look look at verse 17. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I'm one who bears witness of myself and the Father who sent me bears witness of me. That made the man. You see that? So the Lord said this to me, you don't need that witness of men. You don't need what, what mostly was said to be confirmation. No, you already came into my presence. You mingle with my presence. And what you are hearing is my will for your life. And you're speaking my will for your life is not coming from your thinking. So what am I saying then? That's how it's supposed to be for us that you are able to enter into the presence of God and see and perceive and know. And people will come around actually to speak some things to you and I, but it's the things that you can come by the Spirit, speak some things like right now, if you came prepared and and you've been asking the Lord for some things, I come and I start saying and you know it's you. I can even be speaking this this direction but I come right into your issue and speak about it and you know that's it. You understand that? So so he said actually what he told me was you've come into my presence you have mingled with the divine and you are speaking by my spirit concerning what I have in store for you. So then very important, then we have to know how to enter into God's presence. That is very important. Now, there, I'm, I'm, I may speak so many things. But we know we enter into his gifts with what? Praise with thanksgiving and into his courts with... Huh? You're mixing them up. I enter into his gifts with what? Thanksgiving and into his courts with... Praise, that's very important to maintain that attitude of praise and thanksgiving. It's not even singing a song. We do that for the atmosphere and all that, but it's it's an attitude that you have to take that way. Whatever we do, we know that we have an attitude of thanksgiving. We have an attitude of praise in our hearts. That is actually an attitude of faith. It opens a door or the doors To enter into God's presence That's very important right there And then uh, And then we rely on the Holy Spirit To be able to lead us And, And church if I saw something else I'll tell you But this I've seen over and over and over Working And what is that? Praying in the Spirit is so important. Because actually, I, I know, I can say, I offer actually my, my life to you on, on, on this moment in prayer. I offer this to you. And what happens next, I start praying in tongues. And when I pray in tongues, listen this. Praying in tongues actually many times leads you into prayers even that you need to pray with understanding. Remember in Romans chapter eight verse twenty eight says uh, I mean verse twenty six he says for we do not know how to pray as we should we do not it's not like we don't know how to pray but we don't know how to pray as we should but when you are praying in the spirit you are opening doors by the Spirit of God and is granting you utterances and these utterances are leading you into his presence, into his purposes, and what happens you start realizing your eyes are able to see. You've come to God's perspective concerning that situation. Your eyes are able to see. You're able to perceive the will of God, and therefore when you declare it, you know this is exactly what is supposed to happen. Let's go again to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11 from the Amplified Version. We've gone this scripture over and over again. Thank you, Lord. All right, it says, The it says, this, he has made everything beautiful and appropriate in his time. He has also planted eternity, I like that. Eternity is a sense of divine Purpose in the human heart, what is that? in your spirit, a sense of divine purpose that he uh, sees that something there, after that, a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. There is that longing inside of us, I emphasize, that if we don't do what God has called us to, uh, us to do, we'll never know satisfaction will never know fulfillment. And then he says, Yet man cannot find out, comprehend, grasp. What God has done. What God has done is overall plan from the beginning to the end. He says, man, remember that's the book of Ecclesiastes. This is even before the cross. This is before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. He says this, Yet man cannot find, comprehend, grasp what God has done, his overall plan from the beginning to the end. Do you think it's the will of God for it to remain that way? That it cannot be known. In other words, you walk in this life, you don't know what you're supposed to do, you have no purpose, you just don't know what is your left hand and which is your right hand. No, that's never God's purpose. And, And therefore... Let's go to 1 Corinthians, chapter 2. Thank you, Lord. Yes, I take that. Uh, Chapter 2, verse 9. It says, but as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Do you think you are the one who loves the Lord? Who loves the Lord? Yes. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. The Spirit searches the deep things, it searches all things yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Let go to the Passion Translation just from verse verse 11, please. The Passion Translation. Listen this. I will start from verse 10, please. Listen listen this, verse 10. But God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Is that exciting you? Or you've just come from the office? (laughs) And look at this. Yes! Yes! He has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. Who! Why should anyone be ignorant? It's amazing. Look at verse 11. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for that person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. And that's not all he gave us, his spirit to indwell us. Now look at verse 12. That fires me up all through. For we did not receive the spirit of this world system. I like saying that, thank God. We have it. Receive the spirit of this world system But the spirit of God So that This is the reason That we have received the spirit uh, The spirit of God So that we might come to understand And experience all That grace Has lavished upon us That's not it Let's go to verse 13 And we articulate These realities Ah I want you to see something there. And we articulate, we speak, We articulate these realities which have been revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. We articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit. Those are utterance, the utterance by the Spirit. Now, I'm telling you, when I'm looking at that, I can see something, which is major to me, is I can see praying in tongues right there. We articulate in these words, they, they prayed in tongues, in Acts chapter 2, verse, verse, verse 24, they spoke in tongues as the Spirit enabled them, gave them utterance, kept giving them clear words, Utterance. So this, these words that are are being articulated, these realities with the words imparted to us by the spirit. Ah, those have eternal results. You can't miss it. When you get words of the spirit and start speaking them, now that's what I'm saying. I was saying, like uh, an ignorant and say, Oh, bless, bless Kenya Kwans. Oh, bless Azmia. Oh, Father, bless Wajako. Is it, what do you call that man? Or jacoya. Or some. <laughs> but you may get some marijuana. I mean, you, 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 you can go into that. <laughs> yeah, he said you'll plant marijuana quite a bit. That's, what That's one of his agendas. And you can, get, you can get caught up in that because you want to please men. Jesus never did. Jesus never, ever pleased Walk around to please men. He came with his his purpose was one to please the Father. That's it. In fact, if you asked him a question, he didn't have anyone to answer. You will keep quiet. Oh, I like his attitude. I like his attitude. And we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit. So look at look at this. You remember that chapter 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 eight. Of, of uh, that we just read some few minutes ago of John. Jesus actually was saying these words that you are speaking. You're speaking them with understanding, but are imparted to me by my Father. I'm not speaking my own words. In the multitude of the books it's written, I have come to do your will, O oh Lord. It's written of me. He, that's all, all mattered to him. Oh, and we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit... And not with the words taught by human wisdom. Look at this. We join. I like that. We join together. Spirit revealed truths. With spirit revealed words. What did Jesus say? This is the way I'm going to build my church. Through revelation. And verse 14. I don't think we need to go. But let's, let's see verse 14. Oh yeah, let, let, let's let's help these ones, these ones. Someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's spirit, for they make no sense to him. Ever heard that people just want things to make sense? He can't understand the revelations of the spirit because they are only discovered by the illumination of the spirit. When you got those scriptures? Can I, can I encourage you to do this, to go to the scripture, especially on the Passion transit, and start looking at other verses, and just pray in tongues, and just pray in tongues, and just pray in tongues, and look at them. That's the way I do. And just look at those scriptures again, and read them, and you start praying in tongues again. I'm telling you, you'll get excited. When we know how to enter into the spirit, of, into the spirit realm, listen this. we'll we'll waste very little time because we'll become more accurate in our dealings. When you know how to enter into the spirit realm in prayer and through the word, we'll, we'll, we'll waste very little time or we'll stop wasting time because now we are knowing how to live accurately according to the will of the Father. You say you think you can do that? Yeah. Paul says this I never, I, I, I never think of myself to have achieved by one thing I do I forget about the past and I press forward for the goal that is set before me. So when you, we start getting into understanding the eternal purposes of God and being, being led by the Holy Spirit uh, we stay in the presence of God we, we become more accurate in our dealings. We're not guessing to waste time. Let me give you an example. This has happened quite a bit, but I remember some most recent, uh, recent, uh, oh, it's, it's been like, it's been a flaw, you know, just dealing with different things. But I remember recent, most recent uh, uh, something that happened. Uh, I was meeting with an individual, and I asked the Lord, no, and no, I was praying in tongues once in my meeting. And I, I prayed and I prayed and then I got I got inside of me I had something from the Lord telling me. I said, Okay, Lord, I thought, Oh my goodness, Lord, is that so? Yeah. I wrote it down. So then in that meeting I was meeting with that individual he revealed to me, the Lord had already revealed to me something which happened about eight years ago. If he doesn't, he couldn't have told me, I would have not known it. Now I'm going to say something, I want you to see something, I'm giving you, examples so that you can, you so that I can validate of what I've just said. Uh, and then, um, so he told me something that was done some years ago, just about eight years ago actually, yeah, about eight years ago. And I thought, oh Lord, okay. And the, that which happened, the individual has never told it to anyone. So I, so I sit down and I start talking to this individual and uh, looks at me and say, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, look at this. I was going to waste a lot of time looking for things that I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, and, and there are ministers like this. Even in this city, plenty. I think it's because of uh, the dowry of your grandmother. Uh, your, your, the dowry wasn't paid. Uh, the, the dowry of your grandmother. And the, the, your grandmother was rude also to... Hey you started being spinned around and you can go round and round and round in that, those inaccuracies. And at the end of it, it causes more confusion. In the recent times, I've known, I've heard of people, they are going out to look for, so who's the closest family member now who died of that era of my grandfather? You're in your 60s, Or your 70s, you're looking for who? And then they start going and they go and and on and on and on and on. If you're a believer, you have been tossed that way. Then when you come back, things haven't changed. They become worse. Then you get another prophecy. You did that, but I see something. There's the blessing of a firstborn. That your father missed. I think it's your grandfather actually. I've seen believers being done that, and so called ministers. They are in this city. As they told, send send some money also. They don't do without an offering. You understand? And it's not that one. Church, give what is in your heart. It's that one. There's an amount. And there is an amount that you need to give to the priest. The priests of God, they have such kind of tongues. You see what I'm saying? You'll be, you'll be taken round and round and round, and, so let's come out of that thinking, okay? But look at this. If you enter into the presence of God, it removes all those inaccuracies and connects you to the purposes of God. And if he wants you to know something, he will tell you, listen this, he will tell you and offer a solution to you. That's what he does. So look at this. Remember, I said uh, I talked about um, Jesus when he came onto this earth. You remember that straight line for those who've been coming? You remember that? Yes. So Jesus came from the eternal realm and he stepped into the natural realm, which you are in. I like thinking it in this manner. Uh, church uh, now let me draw it again imagine there's no end there's no there's no beginning and there's no end and it, this is what eternity all right now look at this he came from the realm of eternity uh okay can hardly right yes one. he came from the realm of eternity and I'm For illustration purpose, this is uh, the natural realm, as you know it, uh, time. Okay? So he came from the realm of eternity, which is up here, and he came into time. Alright? Walking on earth. Alright? Now think about this, church. This is God walking on earth. He's come from the realm of eternity, he's walking on this earth. It is like can I use the word a convergence of eternity with the time. Does that make make faith? They meet in one place and in one person. So look at this. I'm about to tell you something. If you think about this time has beginning and has an end, eternity has no beginning no end. When you look at the book of Revelation, this will be wiped out at one time. We'll all be thrown into eternity, all right? Either to stay, to stay as believers, will stay in eternity with our Lord forever and ever, but non-believers rejected Jesus, they'll be thrown into the lake of fire for all eternity. You see that? So think about this then. So eternity converges this one person. So this person here who came from eternal being, he is the past and also is the future and is the now. Hebrews 13, says what? He's the same what? Yesterday, today, and forever, he's saying that he's an eternal being. So when you enter into him, there's a convergence. You can operate in the realm of the supernatural right now. You see what I'm saying? So look at this (laughs) then. Let's read from the amplified version Genesis one. I think amplified. Okay. Is it what I wanted to read? Forget about it. Uh, Something I wanted to read from that. Oh no, it's uh, just a moment, please, just a moment, just a moment. In John, it's in John actually. Ch- John chapter chapter 1 verse 1, the amplified version. Look at look at it if you don't have. It says this, in the beginning before what? All time, what is he telling us? In eternity. Before all time was the word Christ, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And it goes on to say, uh, he was continually existing in the beginning, co-eternally with God. You may be surprised to shout. Hey, I'm telling you the Bible. It's not like God I'm thinking. Let's start again from verse 1. In the beginning, before all time, in the realm of eternity was the Word, Christ. And the Word was with God, the eternal one. And, uh, and the Word was with God, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God himself. And look what it says, says next. Uh, he was continually existing in the beginning, co-eternally with God. We see that. They might stop stopping you from saying, you, you see that? Let's go to let's go, let's go the, the next one. It says this. All things were made and came into existence through him, and without him not even one thing was made that has come into being. Verse 4. In him was life, and the power bestowed life, and the life was the light of men. Let's go to verse 5. The light shines in the darkness. Da, da, da. Let's go to verse 6, please. There came a man commissioned. No, that's fine. <laughs> Are you seeing where he came from? Verse 1 and 2. So he came into time. So look at this again, church. When we we receive this person, Jesus Christ, it enters a door for us to live in the supernatural world every day. And when our minds are renewed according to that, this is what happens actually. When our minds have been renewed according to the word of God, again, we will not waste time. Will be accurate in our dealings. Will be accurate in our praying. Will rely more on the Holy Spirit to say anything than any natural language. And will carry the very atmosphere of heaven wherever we go to turn things around. All right? Let me tell you something. The only way we are able to exist in this way is through revelation. It's through revelation. And that's where it comes prayer and the word is so important for us to be able to operate in that revelation realm. Now, look at this. So he's here. He walked on earth. But we know there's something that happened. We know there's something that happened. He paid the price, crucified, and we received what? Eternal life. Okay? So we are in him. Don't forget that. We are in him. What does that mean? There's no limitation as to what we have experienced in the past and what is going to happen in the future. We can stay in him and experience it now. What does that mean? Divine acceleration. Divine acceleration. Let me give you an example. When did it? When? When was he crucified? About two thousand years ago. All right. The rapture is coming soon. But when he was crucified, raised from the dead, the Bible says we are raised together with him. So what does that mean? The resurrection power resides in us. Huh? This is what is going to happen during the rapture. We'll move from here. The, even with our bodies, shoom, in a twinkle of an eye, enter into eternity. Is that what is going to happen? That's what is going to happen from here to there. Enter into eternity forever and ever. Oh, that's wonderful. You may say, Yeah, that's wonderful. It is. It's wonderful. That's what's going to happen. But the resurrection power is inside of us. The resurrection power is what qualifies us to say this. We have been. Raised together with him, we have been made to sit together with him at the right hand of the Father right now, as we are here. So we have to start thinking of right now, I am in the presence of the Father. And the word of God is the, tr- is the truth. He, it's impossible for him to lie. He says, You've been raised together with him. So, right now, so when he talks about, when you start talking about, I'm entering into the presence of God, then you need to think of that constantly. You realize this in prayer. You have less warfare. Because in the presence of God, there's no warfare, there's rest. Let me tell you something which you didn't know, but it's so familiar. Oh, Father, we bind. We bind. We bind in the name of Jesus. We bind, we bind. Binding and losing is fine. But we are living in the realm of warfare instead of entering into his presence. The warfare is to enter into his presence. But when we enter into his presence, we speak his language and establish his will on earth. And our enemy has already been defeated. Well, let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. So that you may, you may start looking at me with better loving eyes, not the ones with astonishment. <laughs> Am I speaking in language you, is, that you can perceive? Huh? All right. I said it weeks ago. Today I'm telling you, I'm going here and there here and there. I said it weeks ago. Martha tells uh, Jesus, uh, "If you could have been here in John 11, my brother could not have died." That was not true. There were people who didn't, he, didn't want, he didn't have to go. Remember, the centurion said, "Don't bother him, let him speak the word only, and my servant will be here." So that was not true. You understand? It's not him being there. He says, uh, "He says your brother will live again." And and then what did he say? Uh, what did she say? Mother said, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know." At that last day, he will rise up again. What is she talking about? Future. Well, let's read that again. Then we come back to Ephesians chapter four. Ah, time goes fast when I'm doing two things. When I'm sleeping and when I'm preaching. Time goes so fast. Can tell I'm, I'm I'm called to preach and to sleep also. Now look at this in John eleven. So so he says, uh, uh, verse twenty. Now mother said, as, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now mother said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother could have not would not have died. But now, but even now, I know, I know. You see, that's religious. Even now I know. Whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Well, let's see if she believes what she said. Then Jesus said this. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Mother said to him, I know. That he will rise again in the resurrection of the last day. What is he talking about? What is she talking about? She's talking of an event. It's going to happen. True, it's going to happen. But it's going to happen in the resurrection of the last day. Jesus said to us, I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. That which you are waiting to happen is here. That which you are waiting to happen is not an event. It's a person that you should think of. I am that resurrection. So actually, is the time in the future converging into a inner person? And he says, if you could have known who's standing in front of you, you could have known that you can experience the resurrection right now. And he went ahead and did that, raising from the dead. I hope you get that. So sometimes you sing songs. But we don't mean. Jesus, you are my everything. Will you give me some loan? I mean, immediately after you said, You are my everything. I love you. i cleared it, And then say, You know, I've been praying. Will you give me loan? I don't know when it's going to manifest. You see, there is a. Huh? Instead of, Would you instruct me, sir, what I'm supposed to do? Okay, are you saying that? I know. If I ask, if you ask anything, even now, God will give to you. But then he says, she starts thinking of the future. So she's talking about the future. Jesus is saying, "I am." Now think about resurrection. I think of it this way: there are people again who walked in the supernatural and actually walking in the supernatural. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Walking in the supernatural is overrides time. Is that, is that, is that something you understand? It's overrides time. In other words, it's not determined by time. Elijah raised, and others, raised the dead before the resurrection. Before the time, the actual event happening. Why? They tapped into the Lamb of God who was slain before the foundation of the world. Because he wasn't slain according to time. It's already been done in the fact as a fact in the mind of God. So they tapped into that. So what am I telling you this? Don't be limited by what you lost. In the past, you can be restored if you just believe in the now who lives in you. Are you seeing that? Now, let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. bring from the Nick King James Version. So I was telling you this, before we read that, I was telling you now, the resurrection power resides in us. So actually what it is saying, we can experience in the now. That's why the Bible says, now faith is. Faith is an entry into the realm of the supernatural. So it says, now faith is. So faith is that entry or doorway into the realm of the supernatural. How does it come? Through the word of God. Who have we seen in the beginning was the word of God. So we receive the word of God and actually it removes limitations. Because remember how we got saved. I've, I've seen this over and over again. An example. Here I'm standing now is in our Carry, let me give you an example where I'm standing now is 1996 17th June over here is 2,000 years ago when he was crucified here over here is the rapture you see that alright so what is between here is time but I became an eternal being And by faith, by faith in 1996, just not knowing actually what I was doing, but I say I believe in that Jesus. I was able to draw by faith that which happened then into my now and transform me. All that came by faith. Don't you know that even that which I wasted before, I can receive it by faith. Every opportunity that I've ever lost, I can still receive it by faith and experience it now. An abundance. If it can go, if this faith can go this way, oh no, 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 it's this way to the cross, who tells you it can go forth? What's the limiter mind? So this it happened here about two thousand years ago. I read by faith into nineteen ninety six, and my life started changing. God says this: if we can go that way, actually we think that way because of time. But in essence, entered into the spirit realm, and there's no time. That which happened there is available for me now. I can experience. That which is even in the future, when I think of time, I can experience it now by faith. And that's why I have to enter into God's presence so that I can see the eternal purposes of God. What are we praying now? Well, we're praying for the next five years, elections. Now, in fact, many believers are not praying for the next five years, elections. They're praying for the ninth. And some days after that, they may not be violence. Small thinking. But we can enter into the presence of God and utter, articulate walls of the spirit, form them in the spirit realm. And remember, we are seated with Christ. We are forming them in the spirit realm. The principalities and the powers and darkness has no, they have no conception concerning what we are doing. But walls have gone ahead of them. And it's a shield. We walk into our future Unhindered by any work of darkness. Amen, amen. Don't you know him? We operate within time, as we don't operate within time. We're operating in a higher level. Oh, what is man that you are mindful of him? You have crowned him with glory and honor. When the angels wondered, man. Has been brought into the realm of the eternal being. The only person he said, let us create him in our image and in our likeness. People live on this earth and realize, why did I live that way? In struggle and pain and fear, while all this was available for me to walk in and want to be one of them. And to go home and say, yeah, Baba, I'm coming home now. ta da ta ta Let's go to Ephesians 2. You should look at the way you're looking at me. It's like I've landed from the moon and I'm speaking to you and you're wondering, when is he going to remove those clothes from the, room, from the moon? <laughs> he still has those clothes they wear, you know, whatever they wear. Then the moon said, when is he going to remove them so that we can see his face? Oh, boy, he's done a lot. You know what? When, when we realize what he's done, and I understand it. Remember in, the, in that scripture. Let's go to First to Corinthians chapter 2 before I read Ephesians. The, the same Passion translation. Ephesians chapter 2. I'm starting up. No, so 1 Corinthians chapter 2, sorry. I'm starting your, your spirit. Because all these things, I'm telling you, your spirit knows them. It's just your head yet. That has been gripped by fuel prices. At least it, was, it used to be, but now you are renewing it, sorry. Ah, fuel prices, house rent, cooking oil, rye plot. You know, and and, and we, can be, we can be really. That's why he says this do not be conformed to this oil, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. <laughs> You know, you know, I've I've gone, I think going to yeah 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 even going to Mombasa. I've gone up, you know, after the airport, and the plane start turning a certain way. And and coming back from Kisumu also, and I look at those plots, and the high you go, they are so small, and I'm thinking that's how it is in the spirit realm, when you are down there, my plot. It's one acre. You know, everything is big. Until you go higher, you start realizing, what's that? I have a big house. And you go higher realize, that's a dot. I'm telling you, I've, I've ever sat there in the plane and I said, my goodness, that guy feels like they have a big thing. Until you, you go higher and say, they have nothing. Then I thought, like, that's how I'm supposed to be in Christ. Until he tells you, give away that home. Yeah, yeah, let's get a lawyer quickly. Come, we have dinner, we're giving you a home. It's 400 million shillings. You're giving, yeah, giving to us. If, if my clothes fits you, they're, they are there. No, I have, I have nothing to lose. You, you understand that? Higher levels in Christ, in the renewing of our minds, removes us from the, 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 the constraints of this flesh realm, natural realm, and we enter in I'm telling, I'm sensing that presence right there what I'm saying, and we enter into the glory of God, where you see all possibilities, all possibilities. And he he say, "Give me 10,000 shillings. fine. Get it. have it." Now, that's you, you, you live in that realm of abundance. You're not limited by any kind of lack. That's available. That's not a story for Wednesday night. That's available in Christ. Where are we now? Go ahead. First Corinthians. Let's go to the Father, down to the Scriptures towards the end. I think the last Scripture is verse 14 or 16 16. Let's go to verse 15. You getting anything out of this? Yeah. Does that stir you up? Yes. I've literally, I've literally, you know, set up an alarm clock to wake up and pray. I'm giving an example. I don't wake up every day that, that morning, that early. But an example, I set up an alarm clock at 10 minutes to 3. And when that alarm clock just goes off, I feel like, oh, boy. I just needed to rest some more. And then I think like that Dream was so sweet than sleep. Let me come out of bed. And I go there and start enjoying the presence of God, realize, wow, that was better than sleeping. Have you ever set an alarm club like to wake up at four? Then it rang and you hit it, bum, so bad. And then you slept. Until five thirty, and you woke up. Praise God, Hallelujah. Usually, it's this. It's like the devil waits first say, "What am I supposed to wake up for to pray? You'll never make it. You, you, you see. This is what pastor talks about. You don't wake up. You think you'll make it? No, I don't think so. You never get excited. But I'm telling you, when you're determined to. And you wake up. I used really to be condemned. I, I really, I, when I gave my life to Christ, really used to be condemned. I say, I start like uh, Monday. I'm going to fast from morning. As the morning, I, I, I thought like, I'll wake up at four so that I can start. It's just the atmosphere. I don't wake up. Maybe I wake up at six, or oh, and then uh before, Since I'm fasting, I'll be praying so much, so let me sleep a bit, then I wake up. Wake up seven if you smell eggs. Because people are waking up now. (laughs) They have provoked the natural (laughs) rain. Then you say, let me eat breakfast. But lunchtime, that's where my fast begins. And then when I'm Breaking the fast, I won't eat breakfast Because I've already eaten this one Then you come to lunchtime And you smell some good meals Oh God, forgive me But I don't know why I feel hungry this time Maybe I need some strength To start this fast with some strength And I feel so guilty Have you ever felt that way? Oh, that's when other, no day, other days you ask for out for lunch by someone, but that day they ask you for lunch. I feel like, Lord, I think it's rude to deny this brother or sister opportunity to give me lunch. You go and squander the time you. Are, <laughs> anyway, those who live in the Spirit are able to carefully evaluate all things, and they are subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. Look at verse sixteen. For who has ever intimately known the mind of the Lord Yahweh well enough to become his counselor? Christ has, and we possess Christ's perception. What do other, version, other versions say? We have what? The mind of Christ. So he said, Who has ever intimately known the mind of the Lord Yahweh well enough to become his counselor? Christ has. And we possess Christ's perception. We have the mind of Christ that we can tap into all the time and be removed from any kind of limitation. Okay, did you see that? Okay, let's go now to Ephesians chapter 2. Maybe we'll finish this. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. He says, but God who is rich in mercy says, all who you are, and on, and on, and on. Because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we are dead in trespasses, made us, what? Alive. Alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together. What's that? That's resurrection power. I am the resurrection so that's the resurrection power right there. And made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When we understand that, again, and, and, and meditate on that as you're praying in the Holy Ghost, we'll pray from that realm of eternity and not from the realm of time. We override what the natural cause of things and we enter into the eternal realm of God and we're able to dictate. Do, do, do you see this? Let me give you an example. I think I'm, I'm injecting something inside of you. Do you know actually prophecy still is in the dispensation of time? Huh? Is it by the Spirit? Yes, it is by the Spirit. We know that. But do you know it's in the dispensation of time? What does the Bible say? It shall be fulfilled. And pass away. A prophecy, when spoken, when it's fulfilled, is has gone. You understand? It has ceased, because it lives in the, it is in the dispensation of time. It's a glimpse of what is supposed to come. It's a glimpse into the eternal realm of God, which is affecting what time. Is that clear? That's clear. But look at this then. But when we enter into the glory of God, everything is in the now. That's what the Bible says in Revelation chapter 13, verse 8, the Lamb of God was slain before the foundation of the world because that is in the, in the realm of eternity. Everything is now. So in eternity, speed is in eternity. If we want to see things, then we have to enter by faith and everything happens now, 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 now. It's amazing. You can perceive something and you know it's done it may take some time here in the natural realm by faith. You may take some time here, but in your spirit, you know that's done. What do you offer from then? Thanksgiving and praise because you know it's done. All right? Two scriptures and we wind up. Let, let, me, let me read something and then uh, uh, I'll read scriptures and we wind up. <clears throat> so, Jesus brought the future into the now. He says I'm the resurrection and life he brought us into eternity he gave us eternal life eternal life has no beginning no end we were brought into the realm of faith if you think of it even better we have been brought into the realm of glory that even the angels wonder is that what is man that you are mindful of him you have what crowned him with glory and honor. Do you remember Jesus praying in John 17? He says, The glory that was with me is the same glory that I give to them. You remember that? Or do you want me to read it to you? If you respond, we help me. If you take long to respond, we may be ending here at midnight. <laughs> so you better be quick. Alright, okay, let me read then John 17. Remember this is prayer he prayed. He says that we may be one. Talking about these disciples, that we may be one even as he must the Father are one. Now he says this. <clears throat> Verse 24. 1724. Father, I desire that also whom you gave me may be with me where I am. Woo! Does that say something? Remember, it's about to be what? To be crucified, and after that, he was going to ascend. But he's saying, Father, I desire that they also, whom you gave me, may be with me where I am. Not where I will be, where I am. So you have to listen to the words of Jesus because he spoke in two realms. Remember, when he's speaking to Mother, like what we've read, it's like he says, I am. So speaking two realms, hey, that's how God came to, to, to Moses and said, I am. Tell them I am has spoken to you. You see that? He's saying I am the bread of life, and he said all those things. So if you're listening to Jesus, you need to pay attention. He was, remember, he's praying this: I am not on this earth. I'm not of this in this world. What do you mean, Jesus? I'm seeing you. You're in this world. He spoke from the realm of the spirit. And if you don't pay attention, you'll miss out the words that you're speaking. Because remember, he was walking, 100% man, yet 100% God, the eternal one. Have you seen that? I hope you see that from the scriptures. So he says this, verse 24, Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am. And they may behold my glory which you have given me. For you have loved me before the foundation of the world. You see that? That's exciting. If you followed what I've said, that should be so exciting. Look, look at verse 25. Oh, righteous father, the world has not known you, but I have known you. And these have known that you sent me. That was speaking faith. Because they, don't, they didn't believe <laughs> remember after his resurrection that remember he's speaking he's speaking from again to two realms here they didn't believe remember when Thomas said Thomas said "Hey, hey brother don't tell me those stories until I touch him put my finger right there he didn't believe but look at this but he's speaking from two different realms now look at this he says this that's a prayer and have declared to them your name and will declare it, that, they may, that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. Did they qualify to have that love then? If he's talking about Agape? No, yet. He had not been raised from the dead. And, and then he says this. Let's go. Is that, that's, that's it, yeah? Let me go back here in some scriptures before then. Okay? Look at verse. Let's, let's read these scriptures. Let's start from verse 6 quickly. It says this I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours, you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Let's go ahead. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. They didn't believe that. They, didn't. they believed later, but they didn't. when the Holy Ghost came upon them, they could see, but they didn't know then. For you have have given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them and have not sure have known sure that I came from, forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. We know that you know chapter two, few chapters, maybe maybe it was even the same day. Philip said, "Show us the Father, please." This is enough, Jesus. If you show us, show us the Father, everything. You know that lady said, "If you show me the, metosheka too." No, 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 no. They still didn't believe. You see that? Look at this. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And then he goes, and all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I'm glorified in them. Go ahead. Now I'm no longer in the world. Whoa. He's there. He's there. Are you seeing now? Does that make some faith? We see from the Ramses speaking from? I'm no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I come to you, and I come to you, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. Let's go forward there. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me I've kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition. Who's that? Judas. Has he been lost then? Okay. That the scripture might be fulfilled. Go ahead. But now I come to you, and these things are speaking in the world, that they may, have, they, they may have my joy fulfilling themselves. And go... I have given them your word. Did you go back? Let's go to verse 16. But now I come to you on these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Verse 14. I've given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world just as I'm not in the world. That's wonderful. I've given them your word and the world has hated them. Go ahead, please. Uh, Verse 15. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world but that you should keep them from the evil one. Verse 16. They are not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. He repeated that. Verse 17, sanctify them them by the truth. Your word is truth. Verse 18, as you send me into the world, I also send them into the world. As for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Remember, he's praying, he's speaking to the Father. And goes to verse 20, I do not pray for these alone, but all for those who believe in me through their word. Who are those? Us. Go ahead. That they all may be one as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And on and on and on. Let's do verse 22. Oh, this is what I was looking for. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are. The glory. The glory. In essence, what I'm saying Church, don't allow this natural realm to limit your life. Tap into the supernatural. You are not to look at the things on the earth. When you keep looking on the things here, you conform to what you are looking at here. But when you start looking at the eternal things of God, you actually are being transformed in from that image from glory to glory just by the spirit of the lord one scripture two scriptures then we wind up <clears throat> in uh, in Isaiah 57 praise god thank you lord jesus Isaiah 57 verse 15. Very powerful scripture. It says this. For thus says the high and loved one who does what? Inhabits eternity whose name is holy. God inhabits eternity. We agree? Let's go to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Hebrews four sixteen. Then he says this, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. If you are a flesh man, he could not have invited you there. Remember what he said in Genesis chapter 6, My spirit shall not continually strive with man for his only flesh. That is the fallen man. But now, if we were flesh, we could not have entered there into the presence of the Father. But we are able to because we've been born again. We can enter into the realm of eternity, into the throne of the one who inhabits eternity. We can enter right in there and enjoy his presence. Do you receive anything tonight? Huh? Did you say that, like, Pastor, you said so many things. I don't know which one I got. Oh, I can tell you what you to do now. Let me, let me tell you, say something here. When you know how to do that, you start realizing this. In our time of prayer, you enter into realms and realms and realms of the presence of God. And when you test that, the natural way of thinking, actually, you detest the natural way of thinking. You want to hide in that presence of God. It's wonderful there. It's not far. Remember the resurrection? Forgive me, I said two scriptures. There's another one coming. Romans 8, 11, the Passion Translation. Because I said two, yeah? So I'm repenting. Three, I'm repenting by giving you a good thing. Romans 8, 11, the Passion Translation. Yes, God raised Jesus to life. You remember that? And since God's spirit of resurrection lives in you. Ha, 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 ha. Huh? God raised Jesus to life. And since God's spirit of resurrection lives in you, he'll also raise your dying body to life by the same spirit that breathes life into you. So he says the same God's spirit of resurrection is in you. I am the resurrection. I live in the eternity. In eternity. And have no limitation. What is need to catch up is mind. But he says "Is you have the mind of Christ. So speaking with understanding is limiting. But getting into the spirit and praying the spirit and meditating and meditating and meditating, light comes into your mind. What is happening? The operation of the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Let me tell you something, verily, verily. I have seen things concerning the future of this church and the future of this ministry. That is so exciting. Exciting. And I want you to be praying in the Holy Ghost for those things because they must come to pass. Exciting. And if you flow right there, oh, you'll get excited too. And if you see concerning your future, you get excited. No people are never excited. They don't see anything. Cooking oil price, fuel price. Diapers prices. <laughs> everything high, high, and they, they, they don't see anything beyond that. But, but if you just see in the future, oh, it's exciting. It's exciting. I'm telling you the truth, church. When we realize what Christ has done for us, we shall never have a gloomy day. The devil will have many because his time is running out. Oh, but what the glorious future that God has in store for us. Think about the rapture. Think about the heaven. Think about what He says concerning your future. What is ahead of you is a wonderful future. That's why. Stand up on your feet, please. Or you'll, you'll leave here at midnight. When I tell Tina that, I say, are oh, you threatening me? <laughs> That's why in, um, I don't know if you all remember, in uh, October, 27th of October, we are in the Blue Room for this Wednesday prayer. Listen this. It was in a, this prayer service. I don't know if you are here or not, but if you are not here, listen to this. My people ought not to accept the lies of the enemy that dark days are ahead or ahead of them. No, they aren't. Dark days are not for my people. Glorious days are ahead for my people. Glorious days. Days of rejoicing. Days of abundance Days of my glory coming Upon my people to the world yes It's going to be dark but not To my people the veil between The earthly realm into the spirit realm Is so thin and it's becoming Thinner and thinner because my People are crossing over from the earthly realm into the realm of my glory And experiencing the powers Of the age to come and as They test and see my glory and As they test and know my glory They want more of my glory and nothing of this natural realm. And just as it was with Enoch, Enoch experienced this and he was no more because the word of God says God took him. And you're still standing just looking at me (laughs) cutely or you're going to shout. Now look at this. That's your future. So don't let the lies of the enemy dominate your mind. And don't let don't listen to what the world is saying concerning your future. Your future is in my hands and your future is glorious and your future is filled with abundance and your future is filled with good things. So don't listen to the lies of the enemy Rejoice for the hope of the glory Which is to come And expect that Yeah I know that you have faced difficult things You have experienced difficult things But that has never been the plan of the father for you So let the goodness of the father come And overshadow you And believe this That glorious things are ahead of you Concerning your family Glorious things are ahead of you Concerning the work of your hands Glorious things are ahead of you Concerning your future and lay hold of them by faith. Woo hoo Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a good God. Listen, that's, that's what it is. Here, so this is the eternal realm of God. But here, they're the principalities and powers like we see it in Ephesians chapter 3 and chapter 6. So what are they doing? Those are the ones, this is where the lies come from of the enemy and speaks lies to men and speaks and manipulates. this. One. Do you remember even when uh, Daniel was praying? And Ephesians chapter 6 talks about it. In the new covenant dispensation. It says you are fighting against what? Not against flesh and blood but against principalities, powers, dominion and all that. It's this one here which the Bible teachers call it the second heaven. But listen this. We have been raised together with him. Not be controlled by this. The nations of the world, if the church is asleep, majorly is controlled by this. But us, we've been raised together, and we have together in Christ, and we are up here. Amen. Don't ever, ever, ever say devil, I bind you. No, you're giving him a place that he doesn't have. Where are you with Christ and in Christ? Far above. So you say, devil, I like doing this. Remove your foot. And I said, let me tell you something, Mr. Devil. This is not going to intimidate me. All right? You're talking of monkeypox? You're talking of what else? Get in the name of Jesus. You are Pastor, you're, getting, you're becoming mad? No, I'm out of my mind. I'm tapping into the mind of Christ. I really, when I'm studying and I hear, a thought, I say, wait, hey, yeah, yeah. hey. I do that. Then say, we bind you. Many prayer meetings say, we bind you, devil. We bind you, devil. I bind you, devil. People start talking that because they're wearing out their voice, uh, voice box. You need to enter here. You should look at the way you are looking at me. Just give him praise and just a few minutes, just, just lift up your voice and pray the Holy Ghost, thanking him for all what he's made. Don't even ask him for anything. Just thank him. He's made it available. Yes, the the Yes, sir, yes, sir. Aha, Okay, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, praise God, praise God. When you start walking in that dream of the supernatural things that could have taken a long time for them to manifest, you realize that they are manifesting quickly, quickly, and and it comes in the momentum to, to manifest them is one breakthrough after another. Because you see, you could have stepped into the realm of abundance. Abundance. Hidden in the shadow of the Almighty. When nothing is impossible. Okay, Shadabaka. Okay, Shadabaka Father, we choose, we choose to set our minds on things above. Where Christ is seated at the right hand of you, Father. The heavenly realities. For our lives are dead and we're hidden with Christ in God. And where, when Christ is life appears, we shall appear in Him in glory oh father thank you thank you for the impartation tonight thank you for the impartation tonight the stirring up the stirring up in the realm of the spirit in the spirit of your people that nothing of this natural realm will satisfy them for the very purposes of our eternal father father we do thank you and I bless each one of them I thank you father for your goodness Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you for helping us to step up, to step up in this realm, into that realm of victory all the time and dwell right in there. In Jesus' name. Amen. I saw something in the Spirit. I've been seeing it, I think, was it this morning or yesterday also? But I saw it as you were praying. Like a big balloon. Just big, balloon. And then it came on just burst. And I felt like, that's the glory of God. And I said, that's the glory of God. And then I, th- I thought, cross up my mind is this. Came up in my heart is this. It's available, but in your own time, take time to pray and meditate on these things. You'll realize that you've, you've had them, but they become a reality in you. And, and this is what will happen. You'll step up into a realm of prayer, in, in prayer that you have not operated in before. I know what I'm talking about. Miss Ruth, share with us of that which you're sharing with me yesterday, a little bit. As we prepare our giving, that is, you're telling me experience on Monday during prayer, you can be preparing your offering.
1: Okay, on uh, those who were here on the other Wednesday can remember I was in faith. I told you I came here by faith as sickly, really sickly. And uh, through the week on, on, on Monday, uh, uh, Friday, I was calling the hospital early in the morning because I just needed to get, I was in ex- extreme pain. But thank God, I'm healed. So on, uh, uh, on Monday, uh, I was on medication, even on Sunday. On Monday morning, I, for those couple of days, I could almost not pray really because i was like i'm just lord help me i was just letting the word of god go through and through and through and then now on monday morning i woke up uh, with uh, some strength and i woke up early to pray not very early probably around six six o'clock or five thirty there and i was just pacing believing god just to pray because i knew i hadn't prayed for a couple of days And I prayed in tongues a few, uh, just a couple of minutes. And then all of a sudden, I could tell I've shifted. All of a sudden, I could, you know, you can tell how you pray. All of a sudden, I entered into another realm. And I could tell this is not me praying. And I, I believe the Holy Spirit took over. And I prayed in tongues. You hear, I'm coming from a couple of days that yeah. I haven't been praying, but now I entered into a realm of praying and I could tell my utterances, I could tell by the Spirit, I'm praying for the nation and nations. So I prayed for quite some time. And then after praying in tongues, I, could, I, I, uh, uh, I knew immediately, immediately, I have been healed that are broken through, yeah. that uh, that was gripping me. So I I finished praying, then I made my declarations, and I could almost feel my strength come back. Yeah. I, I could tell. Yeah. I'm strong, I'm healed. With You couldn't convince me that I'm not healed. So I just went to the... Uh, I had put my medicine somewhere on the uh, tabletop in the kitchen, picked them up. Through the mouth, I say, I'm done with you. I'm yeah. not taking you again. Yeah. And I just continue to receive the strength of the Lord. But what was new to me, Pastor, I've never known that you can tell you're in another yeah. realm yeah. in praying. Yeah. I know I pray in tongues, but in this one, I knew I had shifted to another. It wasn't me praying. Yeah. It was the Holy Spirit yeah. praying. It yeah. was
0: very sweet. Exactly. Yes. And I had on Sunday, so I was praying in tongues. If you remember that, step up high. Step up high. And when you look at if, uh, uh, Revelation chapter 4, John in the book of Revelation, he says this, I was in the Spirit in the Lord's day. And he says, immediately, I was in the Spirit. Immediately. When you you stay that in the presence of God, you realize you are here. And you realize I'm here. And this is not the familiar. This is new. But depend on the Holy Spirit who will enlighten you and lighten the way.